You're listening to the Quince podcast. What is a calorie? Why do calories matter? Are all calories the same? And can you stay healthy if you just count calories and work out regularly? Today we'll try and settle the calorie debate by hearing from experts as well as people who have actually lost weight by calorie counting along with working out. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vishnu Ki Secret Life Season 2. Now if you're thinking why should I listen to this podcast when there's so much information out there already? Well, calories get a lot of attention. There's one group of nutritionists who swear by calorie counting and its effectiveness for weight gain, weight loss or maintenance. And then there's another group that says calorie counting is the biggest sham of the 21st century. So, which group is right? Before we dive in, I'm going to talk to two people. Odian Sinha, a 22-year-old journalist. I started my weight loss journey at say a good year back hmm. and I've managed to lose 20 kgs so far. It had I had lost 25 kgs but then I gained 5 again which it's it is the way it is this is the process mm-hmm. sometimes you end up gaining what you have lost and Abhishek Sareen a 23 year old consultant who's an aspiring air force officer my basic idea was to lose weight so that I could meet the medical criteria set for me by the armed forces and calorie counting was i think the best step forward i could take because i was about 85 or 86 kilos when i started back in june and through calorie counting and obviously working out and other activities i've lost about 15 16 kilos now what is a calorie what parts of it should you care about and what parts of it should you not care about scientifically speaking a calorie is the amount of heat required to raise 1 gram of water's temperature by 1 degree celsius but these aren't the same calories that we eat those are actually kilocalories So they're equal to a thousand science wala calories. We're just telling you all this because we'll cover everything you need to know about calories today. So the calories you get from food are actually kilocalories, but they just call calories with a capital C, or food calories or dietary calories. I spoke to Rupali Datta. She's a clinical nutritionist with Fortis and Max Hospitals, and I asked her to tell me a little bit more about calories. So a calorie is basically a a measure of energy. right hmm. it is the amount of energy we get from food hmm. it is also the energy that we spend hmm. when we exercise so it's basically a figure that tells us how much of energy are we burning or adding on a medium sized apple might have around 90 calories a whole egg might give you anywhere from 55 to 90 calories depending on its size and a slice of pizza could have anywhere from 150 to 350 calories depending on what's on it Now you know what a calorie is. Next, figure this out. What is your goal? You want to lose weight? Eat fewer calories than you burn on a daily basis. You want to gain weight? Eat more calories than you burn. And if you want to stay however you are, eat approximately the same amount of calories that you burn daily. Here I'm going to ask Abhishek to chip in. Uh it was mostly maintaining a calorie deficit because you're supposed to have a certain amount of calorific intake as per your metabolism. And the idea was to basically go slightly below that so that your body realizes that it's you know running low on calories and work around that it's kind of complicated though because it's not as easy as maintaining a negative balance because mm. when your body is burning excess calories it's doing so uniformly it's not just mm. fat 
and it's kind of simplified to the extent where you say oh just maintain a negative amount but it also kind of comes down to the kind of food you eat hmm. because if you go for food that's more dense in calories after you finish it you're still going to feel hungry after a certain amount of time if you go for something that's lower in calories but still fills you up that maintains your goal of trying to you know cut down calories now let's listen to my conversation with udyan so from what i have experienced calorie counting does help and it is one of the major tools that you have to use to in fact lose weight but i think you cannot lose weight by only calorie counting you have to you know complement it with obviously exercise but i have found like if you complement it with intermittent fasting it works best it works with pace and you know you i mean it's it's a process through which you have to eat healthy but it is what has worked for me so far so for someone of my weight hmm. where i'm currently at it's hmm. a suggested eating range for the days between 3 to th- uh, 3000 to 3500 calories a day now technically you can lose weight by just eating fewer calories than you burn daily and you can gain weight by eating more but how do you know how many calories you burn daily now the simplest way to do this is to find a good online fitness calculator and let it do the math for you just enter your height weight age physical activity and a few other details and it'll tell you your bmr bmr or basal metabolic rate is the total amount of calories you burn on a daily basis just by living so basically bmr is not is is the basic amount of energy that we need for our body to for us to stay alive so you know it's literally the energy we spend when we are sleeping because even when we are sleeping our body is functioning our lungs are working our heart is working our blood is circulating the kidneys are functioning so all of that requires certain amount of obviously energy right <laughs> so that is what basic metabolic rate is <laughs> right if your bmr is high you can eat more calories without gaining weight If it's low you'll have to be a little more careful about what you eat. You can increase the number by increasing physical activity that'll give you another number called TDWE or total daily energy expenditure. Uh the TDWE which is the total daily energy expenditure is basically what is the amount of energy you are using through the day hmm. through the various activities. You may not be exercising, you may not be it's not necessarily to do with only when you're exercising mm. it is to do with every sort of energy you know like even now when we are sitting and talking we are uh, kind of burning some amount of mm. energy when we are speaking so this itself will also get included into the total daily energy expenditure that we are doing it adds up in simple terms bmr plus physical activity plus the thermic effect of food which is the energy that's required to digest food plus any physical activity you get equals total daily energy expenditure so if in case you want to put on weight hmm. rare but sometimes people do want to put on weight then you know what your total energy expenditure is hmm. you also know what your basic metabolic rate is so then you can sort of calculate that what you need to do how much more do you need to eat or do you need to eat more or really need to eat more or you're already sort of eating that amount mm. and you just need to figure out how to get it all in place mm. similarly when you want to lose weight or maybe your weight is just fine you just need to know okay acha bhai the total adds up to about 1600 calories so if i'm 
doing 1600 calories a day i'm good i'm not going to put on weight i'm not going to lose weight so how much do you work out on average and how much do you focus on a clean diet um i'd say it's a 70 30 with 70% focus on diet diet plays a major role because even if you work out 6 days a week an hour every day it still comes down to what goes in your body as opposed to what you do with that fuel so i'm very stringent about my workout my workout i am going at least 5 times a week 5 to 6 times a week which includes a 2 hour workout so about 40 minutes of cardio and the rest i do resistance training and i feel it has to be a perfect balance again it's not same for any two people someone might need more cardio someone might need more resistance training because at the end of the day you are replacing your fat with muscle and that is the goal to like look good and feel good so that so workout is an essential definitely now don't switch off the podcast just yet because the next part is the most important while it's important to be cautious about how much you're eating it's even more important to know what you're eating different food sources do different things to your body in fact different food sources do different things to different people's bodies eating 800 calories of simple carbohydrates versus eating 800 calories of fat versus eating 800 calories of protein all have very different effects on your body firstly fat provides 9 calories of energy per gram protein and carbohydrates give you 4 calories each gram but this is where most dietitians say that there's a problem with just counting calories a few of the nutritionists who i spoke to they told me that calorie counting is a sham it's the biggest sham of the century and some others still swear by it so which is it i'm on neither extremes hmm. right hmm. it is a reality like i said it's a it's a count of the energy that you are using it's hmm. also a count of the energy that your body is spending hmm. so if i have to deal with uh, you know a diabetic uh, a, a patient who needs to lose weight to control hmm. his cholesterol hmm. I need to have a target. I can't just go there and say acha tum na ek roti kam kha lo on what basis. Mm. So first of all we start off with the uh, the guidelines that have been put out by say the ICMR which is the Indian Council of Medical Research or you have the National Institute of Nutrition they give us the guidelines. We're dealing with patients. We're not even I mean we call them patients but even if somebody is here only for a weight loss mm. there has to be a method to the madness. So in that sense calorie count becomes a kind of a tool you know to keep you focused mm. to keep you uh, in is sort of gives you a target a target which is tangible not just something out there Whether you want to lose fat gain fat or if you want to just generally stay healthy it's good to understand calorie science even if you don't care much about all this It helps because apart from what Rupali said, it also will make sure that you don't get fooled by food or fitness advertisements. So, if you want to lose weight, you can technically just eat less than you burn daily, and purely by counting calories, lose weight. But is it advisable? I mean, technically, you can get your whole day's calories from just eating Snickers or ice cream. But is it healthy for you? Maybe not so much. Supposing two foods are giving you, say, hundred calories. Hmm. So, is A food equal to B food? Hmm. No. because a food may be just calories you know it may be simple carbohydrates mm. they are carbs but they are simple carbs and simple carbs are what we don't want to have because mm. they don't give you anything else they just give you uh, say sugar it mm. just gives you sugar mm. energy empty mm. calories the same amount taken say as badam mm. you know if you take the same amount of calories in badam 
peanuts. Now you're getting the same amount of calories, say mm-hmm. 100 calories, but you're also getting um, antioxidants, you're getting protein, mm-hmm. you're getting fiber, mm-hmm. you're also getting these healthy fats which mm-hmm. are uh, you know good for your body. Uh, there is scientific reports which have shown that if you include nuts and seeds at least once or twice a week in mm. your uh, uh, food, mm. it actually protects you against uh, non-communicable diseases. So if you're talking about calorie from that point of mm. view, no, two calories aren't the same. So. You can have a pakoda and you can <laughs> have popcorn mm. for the same calories uh, and, and they're actually doing different things. Mm. So you have to choose your calories in that sense. Rupali is right. Not all calories are the same. Different nutrients trigger a different response in your body. Sugar triggers an insulin release. Protein fills you up. Fat satiates you. But it is a slower energy source to access than sugar. In fact, let's head back to Abhishek Nudian once more for this point. Did your diet change much when you started being more conscious about what you were eating? Oh, loads. I'm more Punjabi. So, <laughs> that really has to come into factor. Um, yeah, of course it has. You know, I'm a big rice eater. And uh, somehow, my dietitian allows me to eat rice, so I'm pretty happy about that. Mm. But, uh, you know, wheat intake, that's your bread and your rotis, which people in India can't do without. Mm. It's those that I've completely stopped. Mm. And, you know, I've limited it to my maybe cheat meals or something. You have your pizza maybe once in two weeks or something, mm. if you like. But, yeah, rest, it's all the same. The green, uh, the green vegetables are really important. Again, those are important for both weight loss and work eliminating water retention from the body and also chicken like poultry Mm. proteins are your best friends because Mm -hmm. they fill your stomach and yeah you need to figure out recipes how to keep making these things interesting like i mentioned before it has to be food groups that are not so dense in calories so for example you could get a hundred calories out of a donut Or half a donut for that matter. Mm. But once you're done with that, Mm. you're still going to feel hungry after a while. Because random cravings, that's natural body reactions. But if I were to go for the same amount of calories in, say, apples, Mm. that makes sure that I'm eating more Mm. and that I'm staying full for longer. Mm. Therefore, it kind of cuts down on your cravings. All this is a little too confusing. Why can't I just not eat anything and lose weight? Good question. Why can't people just starve and lose weight? So when you starve, uh, it will first still burn your glycogen stores, which Mm. are your carb stores. Then it will start breaking down your fats and protein. It becomes a long process. You may may not even live that long to become, you know, we're talking starving. I'm talking about a total starving, Mm. nothing. You may not even live that long, you know. But... uh, if we are talking in terms of starving means that you absolutely come down to the basic minimum mm. and then you lose weight yes you might lose weight you may not still uh, because initially what you would lose up to 5 kgs would be just the fluids from your body mm. where you know it's cannibalizing itself so a lot of fluids are coming out so all that you would lose is fluid mm. uh, and then what happens once you start eating It's going to come right back on because you haven't really lost weight. You've lost a lot of water, you've lost a lot of extras, but you haven't lost weight. So till you don't get that lifestyle right, it isn't going to work, number one. Number two, it has to be sustained. There are no shortcuts. I mean, I always ask my people uh, who come and say, you know, one of these fat diets give us this. And I say, you know, even if one of them was so good, today, 
morbid obesity would not be a public health problem in USA. That is a major issue because I've seen this thing where people go for meal replacement smoothies. On paper, it kind of does the job that you're getting the same amount of calories, but it's like following the spirit of the law rather than the letter. But you're still subconsciously looking for proper solid meals, right? Because we've been conditioned to go at go at it that way. If you go for a massive deviation, something that messes up with your subconscious patterns at the same time, then that's a little problematic. Right. First off, if you do anything that's not sustainable, it will come back to bite you later. Second, if you starve and you don't do it sensibly, it leads to unhealthy food associations. So count calories if you want to, but also focus on nutrients and nutrient density. There are some foods that are said to have empty calories, and these are called junk food often. That's because they have a ton of energy, but they have very little nutrition. For example, sugary soft drinks, tons of calories, very little nutrition. Now, on the opposite to this, look at something like cabbage or beetroots or even chicken. Tons of nutrition, essential nutrients and minerals, but relatively few on the calories. By the way, is the word calories starting to sound weird to anyone else or is it just me? So, quick checklist of what you learned so far. First, calories do matter, but they're not the only determinant of your health. Second, exercise is a great way to increase the calories you burn, but the most important part is your diet. Third, focus more on nutrient density than on calorie counting. Eat food that's rich in the nutrients your body needs, protein, the right carbohydrates, good fats, minerals and vitamins. Over time, this will usually lead to your body balancing itself out and eating lesser. But do this plus keeping a track of your calories, like Rupali said, and you'll meet your fitness goals even faster. That's how it worked for Udayan, that's how it worked for Abhishek. Finally, the toughest part, at least for me, actually keeping a track of your calories. Hmm. Ugh. Now you can use a food tracking app or a food journal or a food diary to do this. An app is great because it has the numbers for all the foods that you eat. Usually, don't rely on your memory or don't just do this in your mind because you'll constantly underestimate or overestimate what and how much you're eating. I end up going off my food journal or tracking what I'm eating usually after a few weeks and it's difficult. It's not easy for me, I admit it. So how do you do it constantly enough to see results? Now I'll just let Abhishek Nudian explain what they did and what they're still doing. Uh, there are a bunch of apps on the Play Store. You iOS if you're using that app store. Although I will judge you heavily. Um yeah, there are these apps. Some of them am I allowed to name them? Sure, why not? Oh uh, great. So the one that I personally used was called Healthify Me. And the advantage with that is it a it comes with a free 7 day premium thing where you can chat with a certified nutritionist or a consultant talk to them about what your requirements are and have something tailored to your your specifications and it also caters to the indian market so there are a lot of these dishes or a lot of items that are exclusive to the indian subcontinent you wouldn't find them on a internationally targeted app but healthify me has that kind of database so it helps you keep a more accurate count you don't really have to put in individual ingredients of a dish for example you can just go put the entire dish in and chances are that you'll find it there so that makes life easier for you and it gives you a more accurate idea i use uh, my fitness pal so whatever i'm eating how many liters of water i'm you know drink, uh, drinking i put it on that app so i live by it i mean you don't have to download the app mm. you can you know just be conscious about 
how many calories it it is keep looking at the packets when you're buying whether it's chicken mm. whether it's vegetables mm. anything now most most products in the market they always have a label at the back which will tell you the composition of what you're eating mm. and if you want to lose weight i think you have to keep an eye on that and how do you keep how do you stay motivated to keep tracking your calories regularly because i personally have started 2 3 weeks go by and i'm tracking very rigorously i feel really good and suddenly one or two days i have like maybe cheat days mm-hmm. and then i'm just like i don't want to put that into that exactly that's that's the kind of idea that you're going for right if you maintain your tracking abilities or your tracking habits you would be less inclined in maybe further down the road you'd be less inclined to go for a cheat meal because then you have it in the back of your head oh i really don't want to put this in so let's just avoid the meal itself rather than the practice and now once more for the last time rupali so you know it takes 21 days for our body to get used to a new system it takes us 3 months to form a new habit and this is a scientific reality not something i've decided so whatever you do whatever you may want to do you know we you read you you get in touch with somebody there are from here if we have to go to say x there may be four different ways to go and each one of us chooses our own way because of a non- number of factors that work make it easier for us to go there so they w- so when you go to professionals they will uh, you know may have four different ways to get you there not a problem i always say do that for 3 months at least till you don't do it for 3 months you don't know whether it's working for you or not well there you have it that's more or less everything you need to know about calories do you think we missed something write to us at podcast at the quint and we'll fix it right away also listen to us on all platforms that you're available on right now Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Geo7, Spotify, Radio.com, Castbox, Deezer, Stitcher and most other popular platforms. And if you like the work the Quint does, contribute to keep journalism free and independent. And with that I'm going to take your leave and I will see you on the next episode where we're going to discuss new year's resolutions. How can you make realistic new year resolutions which you can stick to and achieve? Don't forget to join us for the next episode of Vishnu's Secret Life.